This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Kim. And I'm Penn. You may know us from our crazy family videos on YouTube and Facebook, those uh, Christmas jammies. Oh, those ones your aunt shares on Facebook? Yeah, yeah, a couple minutes long, meant to make you laugh. This is a podcast, much longer, meant to make you laugh and also make you think a little. When you subscribe and leave a review, it helps people find us so we can bring our crazy to more people. And if you leave a review, we might read it here, like Trunky Elephant. She says, or he says, maybe, I don't know. Who knows? Who who knows what a Trunky Elephant is. Each week, I look forward to this podcast. It gets me to laugh out loud and learn something, too. Keep up the great work. Okay, so coming up on this week's show, we're going to have a follow-up from our last podcast with Rachel and Dave Hollis. You should check that one out as well on the library where you get your podcast, but it's going to be interesting. Yeah, and also, just a quick note, we started a Facebook group. Search for the Holderness Family Podcast on Facebook, um, and this pod, and this it's just like a small, intimate group. We can have a discussion, ask questions, get comments. Also, if you're listening, take a screenshot, tag us on Instagram. We respond to every single one. And as is tradition, we start every podcast with a ridiculous and sort of bad song. It's amazing. Okay, everybody, ready to change your life? Get on your feet now. Time to start a podcast. Whoa, we're going to get help. We're going to get help. Because sometimes we don't communicate. We're going to get help. We're going to get help. Because daddy likes to procrastinate. We're going to get help. We're going to get help. It's been years since we went on a date. We're going to get help. We're going to get help. We're going to get help. So we went to get help. We went to get help. Mommy signed up for a seminar. We went to get help. We went to get help. We had to travel kind of far. It was kind of intense. It was kind of intense. But at least they had a bar. We're gonna get help. We're gonna get help. We're gonna get help. Woo! Do you feel it? I feel it too. Oh my gosh. Are you in the mood? I oh, this is my favorite. I feel like I need middle-aged white man gospel music. Every, Every morning. Week? Wow. <laughs> that could eventually become somewhat bad for us. No, my gosh. Singer, I love it. Well, I mean, I, I wanted to get people motivated, in the mood. In the mood. Ready to go for this week. This or, one is going deep. Really? <laughs> See, I never really know how deep we're going until you tell me how deep we're going, particularly when it comes to this subject. Our marriage. 
Well, uh, as you know, if you've been listening to your, this podcast, um, Penn is taking the journey on personal growth and discovery. I'm learning lots of new words like journey. <laughs> Reluctant growth. I think what ha- what ha- happened was mm-hmm. I am I, I love self help. I look at my personhood my the humanity in this human experience as a way to just simply experiment you don't feel good try eating a different way you don't feel good about yourself go exercise and try this type of exercise so if if mentally i am not feeling a hundred percent i want to attack it with like let's try everything right and I, as you know, as we've discussed on this podcast, I have suffered from depression and anxiety. And so I will look at anybody who has anybody gives me if it's eat broccoli while standing on your head. Yep. I'm going to do it. Yeah. You are very into personal growth and development. I think some of it stems from a general desire to be better. Yeah. I don't have as much of that desire. It's weird. And it, and it doesn't mean that I'm lazy and content and lazy. You're not la- a lazy person. No, not but at all. I, it is I'm a, also just really happy with like the way things are going. I know it is part. a mystery to me when people are really happy with themselves. <laughs> When what people, is wrong with you? When people, no, I'm kidding. I mean, but I'm also a little jealous when people are just, I'm just happy. Who are you? Sitting right across from you. I know. Um, and and I have called Penn my human golden retriever because he'll like sniff you and lick you and just in general love to be around you. But you have experienced areas in time. Um, you've you've had depressive states. Sure. Yeah. And we talked about it either the last podcast or the one before this, like during the hurricane, I got really bummed out and it was an alien feeling to me. And you were very helpful with yeah. that. Uh, conversely, most of the time, I'm really, really happy. And I like to look on the bright side of things. It comes very naturally to me. And I can do that inwardly on a level that makes me feel healthy. However, I think we got to a point where you and I were looking at not only our relationships, but also our business and the world around us in two very different ways. And you've probably known this for a while, um, but we finally kind of had to talk about that maybe a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And I think in a marriage or any relationship, you grow. And if you don't grow, it doesn't it doesn't make sense to keep on that path. Right. And so we as human beings are growing and changing. And if we're not growing and changing in the same general direction, I think for a marriage, it's pretty dangerous. You're using a lot of self-help words here. I've read a here. lot I, like, of books. You, I, I want to just say that you are using some good lingo. Well, um, but, and I've I've learned some of it too. But well, yeah. I've also lived it. Let's be honest. My parents, uh, who I love and adore, did the very best they could. Um, as soon as I left for college, they were like, you know what, we're good here, and they got divorced. I should note that they are both now remarried to other people and very happily so. Um, but I think that they didn't get married. They didn't walk down the aisle with the intention of getting divorced. I think they became different people. I think they grew apart. And so I, I get freaked out by that. So when it comes to marriage, I want to do that work, even if it means dragging you kicking and screaming down the personal growth lane. So here we go. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I got dragged down personal growth lane this past (laughs) weekend. Although 
I would say it was somewhat reluctant. I definitely realized once we had this talk, I think before we left, that you did want to have a, a, a partner in this journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love you and I want to, you know, I want you to be happy. And then also that, you know, I, I probably could be a better person. I, I never want to being content and being cocky. I hope you realize are two different things. Absolutely. I don't think I'm the best thing since sliced bread. I also think sliced bread is overrated. <laughs> I would rather just eat a whole loaf of bread. I'm I'm kind of I'm using the comedian yes yeah, class I'm using class clown to divert from things so here let me let me get back on topic we went to a marriage workshop called Rise Together with Dave and Rachel Hollis as the um the main event they were the the hosts I guess right. if you want to call it that it was their first time doing this Rachel is a personal growth uh, czar. Uh, and has been for women for quite some time. I would say guru, czar sounds a little authoritative. Yeah, guru, well, well, person, she's leader. Juggernaut, juggernaut. Um, but she's, this is her first time doing one of these seminars with her husband, so it was a couple's thing. And so we went. And before we get into the nitty-gritty of that trip, we want to thank our friends at Care Of. They're a great sponsor. They support us. So please support them. Care Of is an amazing company. They send monthly subscription vitamin service. So we exercise, we eat right, and we weren't really nailing the vitamin portion of of our life. Um, And they have this amazing, fun online quiz. You can talk about your diet, your health goals, lifestyle choices. It takes five minutes. And you can find out what vitamins and supplements you specifically need. 90% of people fall short of FDA recommended guidelines for at least one vitamin and nutrient. Really? Yeah. And you can take that quiz to find out what you need to get back on track. I actually checked with our doctor, our doctor who's going to be on a future podcast and care of alerted me. I was possibly low on iron. It's true. We did blood work and I was low on iron. So I get just to, from the questionnaire. Well, I found out that like, Hey, you may be, yeah, but and they I confirmed th- it. They confirmed That's it. That's crazy. Yeah. So, um, and it puts honesty first care of, uh, provides all the research and supports each one of the recommendations and it's backed by a scientific advisory board. So I get these monthly packets. I take one every day. And I have to say the reason why I was never great at the vitamin game before is because I feel when I would take an iron supplement, it would me- like it would mess with my stomach. But I have all sorts of like a probiotic blend that goes with it and digestive enzymes. So these are the first vitamins that don't wreck my stomach. Is this why you're not napping as much as you used to? I have you to say to, I like, don't nap. You used nap. to nap every single day. I did not a, nap every you, single day. Uh, most I was a tired person. I am not napping during the day. Um, so go to TakeCareOf.com, enter promo code Holderness for 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins. Again, go to TakeCareOf.com, enter promo code Holderness, H-O-L-D-E-R-N-E-S-S, for 25% off your first month of personalized care of vitamins. I want to start by talking about kind of expectations versus reality when it comes to these things, especially if you've never been to one before. Which we had not. Right. And because we had done a podcast with Rachel and Dave, and they seemed so down to earth, and I didn't do a lot of research on them, I thought there would be like eight people there. And that we were all just going to be able to hang out and do trust tree falls in just like one small table. Holy cow. No, I think, There were a billion people there. Well, for I had no expectations. I thought there would be... Well, for, I had no expectations walking in in terms of the format. I figured just because they're very popular people in this space that there would be several hundred people there. That met my expectations. Okay. Yeah. So there were 200 couples, so 400 people, and I was very excited by that. To me, it, sure. it looked like 
400 people that are for one weekend or, you know, one full day at least to put their marriage first. And I think you and I have a good marriage, but wow, we could have an amazing marriage. So that was very uplifting. But and and that's true. First of all, that's true. Something I will say, I, I hope there were some men that we met that were not thrilled with being there. Yeah, I was going to say there was there was a wide swath of humans at this at this thing. And I'm going to tell a couple of stories about that. Are you okay with that? I'll sit down, Uncle Penn. Yes, right here. Wait, tell what? me a story. What do you mean? Oh, okay. Yeah, tell me a story. Well, I'm all right on my knee. Ew, that's so... <laughs> no, we're married. It's okay. Uh, but the uncle thing's weird. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, right. Uh, okay, so we were on our way to the opening cocktail party where it was at a, uh, a Mexican restaurant in downtown Austin, and it was an awesome time. And we met so many interesting people. Awesome people. Uh, great people. Uh, we didn't meet these people, but we were we walked 50 meters behind a couple oh my that were in a knockdown, drag-out fight. And it ended with the woman walking 10 steps in front of her husband for a good 100 meters with her right arm up and her middle finger extended backwards. In, in our family, we call it the I love you finger. So maybe... But not looking at him, just holding it up over her head and walking there. And we were like, oh, I really hope they're... We're like, please they, don't go into there. Please don't, don't go, go to that, that rest restaurant. Please don't go in. Oh, and oh, they're going in. They're going in. And, oh. so, and so I'm like, she, they walk in and I'm like, oh, honey, am I... Do you feel... Is I'm I, I immediately anytime I see that I go project inwardly. I'm like, are you is this what you're trying? Do you want to do that to me right now? Is that what you well, want to do? But all of a sudden I was like, oh wait a second, this isn't just like goofy happy couples who wanting a little tinker who who need to have like a deeper discussion. This is and and it was and I hate to even joke about it because there were several couples on the brink. Yeah, and that were. They they were looking to this to to provide some guidance on whether they should salvage their marriage. And it was I, I was in tears listening to some of these stories. And it was yeah, yeah, it was hard to it was hard to kind of digest. I was terrified uh, because, again, it's yeah, all about you. Well, so look, there were guys there and some of them were. As you said, kicking and screaming. We were in the elevator oh on the way gosh. on the way up. It was a cocktail party, so people had had stuff to drink. And I, this is another guy who didn't introduce himself to us. And he he was downstairs carrying a bag of Jimmy Johns or he, something. He had a bag of Jimmy Johns, which hey, I celebrate Jimmy Johns at 10 I'm p.m. A, I, oh, I'm not a fan. Anyway, I celebrated at 10 p.m. I'm not a anyway. So we had a little bit of small talk, and I don't. I'm not sure how he knew that we were at the convention, but he did. Because as the door opened, he did like, you know how you can like drop the mic and say something just as you go off the elevator and no yeah. one can re respond to it. So as the doors are closing and he's walking out onto his door, he yells out, I'm here for my wife. I'm only here for my wife. <laughs> yeah, I'm only the, doing this for my wife. The door closes and we're like, oh. Oh, but, but he, so he, but he's there. But he he's was there. there. I feel like that's, but yeah. he's there. And I think that, and I, I have to say we met so many fun couples and sure. from all different, um, so, so, and we'll get to kind of the meat of this in a second, but I would say most of the men, I think Penn Holderness may have been the only dude that was like, Hey, let's go, let's go book, let's go have a weekend in Austin. I, I, th I think I was in the 80th percentile. I think there were other, like the, who were the, De we met the Deckers, the Deckers were our new BFFs. Remember they, like, I feel like the husband was like legit. Okay. Yeah. With being no, I, I, yeah. And I'm, I'm really generalizing here. And, and Jake from Charlotte. 
Yeah, no, I'm, he was insane. he was in it to win it. Yeah, there was there was like these great great couples just wanting to do it better, which is, and we did. I mean, we went in willing just to you know kind of do the work. I think um, it did, but it got real. It got real. Absolutely. So I feel like to give this some structure, should we kind of take people through uh, the day and kind of what we were thinking as it happened or I think do you want to just talk? I think I'd like to talk. Okay. You just want to talk. Just want to talk. Um, I think something that we knew, I knew because I read all the books, um, was a discussion on love languages and how you show your love. And I had done the test many times. So have I. Yeah. And, and, but sometimes just being reminded of that. Right. We'd never taken the test together. We've had, um, our pastor, Christopher, who you've heard on these podcasts before explain in detail that without even having to have us take the test, he knew what our love languages were, Mm -hmm. but we've never had a number to go with it. And that number is hilarious. (laughs) Like, should I go get the notebook? Cause like, it's pretty funny. Like we we, we came up with a workbook. Yeah. We came up with a workbook, but it's, there's a, any, there's a website. You can take a free test to find out your love language. And there's, you know, five different types and, um, mine, I am, I'm tied actually, um, with acts of service and then just quality time. No affirmation. Affirmation was your other one. Quality time. You should go get the thing. I don't want, I don't feel like it. Well, so you're just going to make up what your love language no, is. I know it's quality time. Okay. Yeah. Because so okay, I'll, I'll, guys stand by. I'll be right back. Okay. Is you and I on the couch, you and me on the couch, um, with a glass of wine and we'll watch a show or we're just sitting next to each other and like our elbows touch and like, I know you're there. And so that's why when you went at like eight o'clock at night, you're like, um, you know, Mitch wants to go play tennis and you just leave. You're like, well, we're not doing anything. I'm like, oh, but we're having quality time. And that, so to you, it's not very quality if we're not making out. Well, it's funny you said that because (laughs) you, you said when our elbows are touching, Um, you don't like to touch unless it's intentional. Like you don't like when we're in bed and my feet touch your feet or my arm touches your arm and you're trying to sleep, uh, even if we're on the couch, like you will, you said elbows touching, but you will retract your elbow because what was, let's go back through the numbers, your numbers for words of affirmation. What was that number? Nine. That's pretty high. What was uh, quality time? 11. That's really high. What was, uh, uh, what was, um, acts of service? Seven. That's pretty good. Okay. What was physical touch? Um, it's a little dark. I think it's five. It's a three. Or it's is a, it a three? That's a three. Read. Yep, okay. you're a three. Don't so, touch me. <laughs> so just to, just to sum up, the woman that I love and that I married, she wants to hang out with me. But not touch you. <laughs> <laughs> while I do stuff for her. No, and tell her how awesome she is. I want, to, I want to hear how awesome I am. Yes. I want to be around you generally, but just don't touch yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> and I am rewarded with... Nothing. No, but I tell you. So that's the thing. So I show you love. My instinct is to like do things for you and to tell you how great you are. But that's not the way you then that's not the way you receive love. Yeah. I mean, do you want to go through mine? Okay. So um, you and I are similar. We are similar in one category. And I think this is attached to probably a little bit of insecurity. Um, maybe in both of us, and that is words of affirmation. I right. think if you need a lot of, because that was a nine for me, that's pretty high, right? Right. Quality time, I'm a three. 
I mean, I see you all the time. Maybe if you, honestly, I'll bet. I, I'm going to say this out loud. I bet you, if we didn't work together, that number would be higher. Probably. And I, it's not that I don't love working with you. Um, I mean, questionable. But, you know, if we've been working all day and Mitch, my good friend Mitch, that you made up a few <laughs> minutes ago, called and wants to, like, go play tennis, that gets me uh, energy from without. As yes. You know, I'm an extrovert and, and it allows me to go kind of just get out and spread my – be energetic in some other way. And you see that as an affront to quality time. Yes. So, by the way, like, we have these differences. I really enjoy talking about them. And yes. having a framework to talk about them. And yes. this week was a good framework. We never shouted at each other. No. We kind of laughed about it the whole time. We did. Because, <laughs> because moving on, acts of service. Zero. A zero. I don't need you to do anything <laughs> for me except. Touch you. That's a 12. Make it's out. The high, this is the highest number anyone, like the highest possible number. I'd never, like we asked around the table, no one had above a nine on physical touch. I'm a 12. You are. Needing, I'm needy. You need some makeout time. <laughs> Occasionally, yeah. No, Aww, no, and so. But I, that's isn't that interesting? How di- like we're incredibly different on this scale. So now I have to, and I am just a cold-hearted human because I in in bed at night. This is a family show, but I will stack up pillows. Like I mm-hmm. I sleep surround. I I need like the safety of a lot of pillows and twenty seven blankets. And so that is a like a not intentional barrier. And I, you know, if I were single, I would yeah. have twenty seven pillows. Um, I feel like we should qualify that physical touch isn't just making out. Yeah, the you know fourth base. Um, it's it's just general like holding hands, right. putting my arm around you. I think on the on that other part of it, we're we're okay. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I do. My the, mom listens, so let's like. But that may be the only time that I touch you over the course of like so a I've day. I've been making an effort to give you a hug in the morning. I know. That was very nice. You did that this morning. Did you like it? Yes. Are see? you sure? You weren't like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> smells. It's breath smells. Like No, but I've snoring. been making a bit of like an effort like sitting on the couch. I'm going to hold your hand. And... and I bet you've noticed that I've been making an effort to do acts of service. It's so funny. Every time he does the t- he's like wiping down the counter. He's like, acts of service. <laughs> He'll like take out the trash. I shout which, it out as loud as I. Acts of service. <laughs> <laughs> like I, however it works, whatever you do, you babe. Well, how clean is is my um side of the the sink lately? I know. He's I feel really, like I'm really like I didn't realize that was such a thing for you, but I just like to keep toothpaste from nine months ago just kind of rotting on the surface of yeah. that thing. And uh, but I, it's super hot when I see you like wiping down a counter. And that leads to physical touch. Air horns. Anyway, um, look, this stuff is all available on the internet. You can look up love languages and you can take a test. It was great to hear from Rachel and Dave uh, to endorse it, but it's not, it's not, it, it was part of the framework of their message. It's something that anybody can do and it's really easy to understand. And we've, again, we've been through marriage counseling and that's something that Christopher has talked with us about and we've done this test and we know it, but sometimes it's nice to be reminded. So maybe even just listening to this podcast, it'll be a reminder for you in your yeah. relationships. The, you know, the other test that we took, the mammogram or whatever it was called. Enneagram. And the, yeah. The, <laughs> the nope. That's for, nope. That, I, I, I heard it. Test. As soon as it came out of my mouth, I realized that was wrong. Different test. So there's no such thing as a mammogram, but I think mm-hmm. I put those two together. Mm-hmm. 
All right, so that test was a little more ambiguous for us, right? I, it, it wasn't a hundred percent clear. We just we're we're kind of all over the place. With I know. That I I would. I don't know what it says about me as a human being, but I'd like to contest the answers of that. <laughs> I think that. I think that's something. a separate podcast. Uh, no, I think honestly, I think that's what you landed on in the enneagram. I think you were like Which an investigator or something. Like pain the in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> It's not we we can do that in another podcast. People had asked us about uh, our enneagram and some of the and I think comments. that deserves a whole. We're gonna podcast. bring in an expert. We need an yes. expert for that one. Bottom line, through all of this, through the tests and through the weekend, we're learning, and we're at least I am coming to grips with the fact that I can go to one of these things and not be ashamed of it, and I can get better. Absolutely, and I think that we all can, and that's what we do. I think my my issue with the internet sometimes is you see these, you know, before and after and the after is celebrated, right? So the before we don't, you and I or anybody listening doesn't necessarily have to hit rock bottom to make some big change. And the after, yeah, the after is great, but it never really stops. And I think the 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 phrase we use in our house a lot because we're helping a sixth grader with math is show your work. We I we use that term a lot. Show your work, but I think that in life you just got to show your work. And I think that that's what we are aiming to do with this podcast and our silly videos is just to show real life is not perfect and it's not easy and it's easy for no one these the athletes that train that training's not easy I, i'm trying i'm grasping to think of an actual athlete's name because i'm not into the come on you can words. do it you can do it tom brady oh he's, of course he's married to giselle that's uh, why but it's not it's not easy for him like nothing came he, he worked really hard as far as i know right he worked really hard he, he works hard he has a great trainer who right. may or may not be giving him hgh Stop. Don't. No. <laughs> no, I don't think he is. No, but there's he's a, there's not. a thing going on. And um that. he's married to Giselle. He's fine. Yes, he is. Um he works very hard. He works very hard. And I think in our marriage, you know, we are silly and we're goofy, but we are doing the work. And I remember getting married and somebody saying, Oh, you know, you're you know, you know, make sure you marriage is a lot of work, make sure you work at it. And I was like, ah, silly people, they don't understand. We're just so in love and that's enough. Marriage. How long did that last? I mean, there was like that first week was real. The honeymoon. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So it lasted the honeymoon. And then we got home and our apartment was tiny. Well, I. (laughs) That was it. Time to get to work. Genuinely love you. And I genuinely. I feel that. I I love to be around you. But the work part is my own crazy town that I, I have to kind of process. And to be able to live around other human beings. I think the big part of work for both of us and probably for 90% of, of marriages is is being like throwing out the ego and the masculinity and the femininity and all the things that are attached to the role that you have as either a husband and wife and being super honest and talking about things, including your shortcomings. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's what this not only is that what this weekend is about ever since we made this decision that we are going to be well i made this decision to go with you on being more open and honest and trying to better ourselves communication has been at the absolute forefront of it the entire time like telling people what you want yeah and i think that that is something that it's so funny because you without hesitation would go to talk to like a marriage counselor and it almost i think the analogy was like hey you go take a tennis lesson just to get your you know backswing backswing's a thing is it a back swing? Do you, I, I just I'm curious whether you think it's one word or two. 
Back swing? <laughs> is it, what is it? It's, it's one word. Back swing. It's not a back swing. What is it? You said you were going to learn how to play tennis this year. I know. I know. So um, <laughs> That was part it, of the deal, it, actually, I think. To, you would go to a tennis coach to like work on your thing, and then and, thing. And, and and not because it's broken, just because you want to be better. So that's a, that's why we would go see a marriage counselor. And he has said like, ask for what you and we say that out loud too, like acts of service, and then like tell me what you want. What you really? Yeah, we've been quoting we've been quoting these seminars yeah. and these books for the last week, and it feels weird to me. And as a male, I don't know if it's part of how I'm wired. There's part of me that feels like, oh, am I am I giving up my individuality by saying this, by becoming one of these sheep? And I'm using air quotes. It's a horrible term. People who want to get better shouldn't be considered sheep. But somewhere in the back of my head, that's what I think they are. So I'm asking that question. And after a week of it, I know that I'm in a better place with my marriage. Right. I know that I'm more motivated um, in my daily life. So who cares? Right. And I don't think I've lost my creativity. And why do you think that when we when we have our marriage counselor on here, we always get emails, love the emails, by the way, and it's such great feedback um, that, hey, thanks for thanks for admitting that you go to counseling. I'm trying to get my husband to go. Why do and, I think that is? Well, well, and why why is it that men are so and I actually have a very dear friend who's trying to drag her husband into counseling, they could really use it. They're a great couple, but they could really use it. Why do you think that it's a, it's a thing men are reluctant to kind of, can I give some theories? Yeah. Okay. Theory number one, Hmm. men are the source of strength and they are the rock in the family. That is a traditional old belief, a limiting belief, I think is what they, they called it in the books. Uh, it is something that we think we are supposed to do. And if we waver from that and we become vulnerable and we admit that we have an issue that we need help with, that smacks in the face of our primary role of being the strong source of stuff. And I, <laughs> I'm not ready for to be like on stage talking about this. No, Are you okay, no, by the way? No, I know. You think I have like pink eyes. There's something wrong. Like You look like you're about to start crying. I promise Are I'm you not. emotionally moved by what I just said? That was when you ended the sentence with stuff. It really just that got to me. Honey. You guys, I feel like I'm going to take a picture of Kim and we need to let me know whether you think she might have conjunctivitis right now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, so that's that's probably the most obvious theory. Well, it, it, so there's a, there's a macho, like if I if I feel like I'm – needing help then therefore i cannot be your the rock of this family yeah um okay and then so what is the language here's what i think is missing in all the self-help books i read because i read them all is the actual language that somebody should use they want their husband to go to counseling or to go or read a book read a self-help book or read read or listen to listen to a podcast what is the language that would help you get there i can't remember what did you say you said oh you know what you did hmm. you, well several things you you did the thing where you planted the idea in my head without telling me about it where you kind of did like the mind control thing where mm-hmm. you slowly kind of talked about it slowly and slowly and then you asked me to kind of think about it and then then you we're more direct with it. 
Uh, uh, in terms of going to counseling? Yeah. 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 Or just to go to something like this. By the way, I have no problem going to no, counseling. But, but th- no, this weekend, because Dave and Rachel Hollis kind of like threw out the invite and we're like, sure, we'll go. So like that wasn't anything I needed to convince you of. That's true. But, but, but I'll tell you this. Counseling. I would I, I would have I was more reluctant going to that than I would have been going to like an intimate one-on-one me and you couple. That's counseling. what I'm saying. And, and, and when it comes down to it, there's going to be more opportunities for somebody to go to counseling or yeah. read a book or listen to a podcast than there are to go to this this week, uh, right. weekend. So, All right. So for that, good right. question. Um, I, I think that when you phrase it like an intervention, and unfortunately I've been to multiple ones of those before, mm-hmm. um, you know, th- that that's this kind of classic method where you tell people – um, why you love them, why they're hurting you, and then you give them an ultimatum. And on the other side of the ultimatum is is uh, is um, estrangement. But and that, I, and I, it shouldn't have to come to that. You know what I mean? But that's that that to me that's extreme. And it so, is. And, no, and, I, I'm not saying that's what you should do. Uh, I'm saying that's that's kind of what guys are afraid is is being said to them when they say go to counseling. Um, I don't think that you should. The hope is that you would never get to that point when you're trying to ask somebody to go to counseling. I think think the best way to get someone into it is to focus on the good things. Yeah. And then maybe move on to something that you would love to, to get better at. Hey, we're good at this. Imagine how great it would be if we were better at this. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if you're going to tell a guy, I'm a guy, man, we really are in trouble with blah, blah, blah. And then you say six other things. You're not going to remember anything but the the criticism. And, and you're right. going to mope and you're going to say, well, what do I have to do? And then you're going to become passive aggressive. And then you're just going to be a, a pain in the butt for a while. Mm-hmm. So I think like a- accentuating the positive Mm-hmm. Um, but man, I, like that's a tough question because every marriage is so different. Yeah. Um, but I think that just by the act of you talking about this stuff, it really, and the, the fact that you are willing to take this, whether you want it to or not, just like head down the path of personal growth. Yeah. Um, I well, think it kind of normalizes it for dudes. So I think that's pretty cool. Let's be like, be honest with me. Like if I had said no to this or I'd said, look, I don't really want to go to this. And we had gotten to a point where you needed to say, honey, we need to go to counseling. Wh- what would be the, the main reason why you would want us to go? Be honest. Cause I feel like we're in a pretty good place for a maiden. Me and you. Yeah. Like we need to go see a, a, a counselor about our marriage because this is a deficiency right now. And we are, we have, have a canyon between us. I think our our issue, um, and we're just being super honest here, is that we handle – we have very different visions. I think I am – in my former life, I was definitely a gypsy, and I traveled around a lot. And so I am in a constant state of movement mentally, if not physically, meaning I am always seeking to grow and change. And I want to be better at something. I want to learn something. I want to try some new, new something. I want to reach more people. I want to um, create more content. I'm happiest when I'm, I'm like making something, writing something, making a video on something. And I want to do it all the time. I'm a little bit of a workaholic like that. Whereas I think you in your past life were like a cobbler in a village and you were very, very happy. And I think that you, it, it's not that you don't work hard. You were the hardest worker I know. Um, but I think that my 
issues recently have just been how we want our family to like what 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 are we aspiring to be like what are our goals as a and it's so weird to say it's a business because it's our family but does that mean we the kind of work I want to do do we live in a different place but if the kind of work you want to do we need to live here I mean those are big discussions so those are the things that when we talk about how do you grow together, mm-hmm. I think it's an amazing problem to have because right now that's our biggest problem is how do we grow? Well, yeah. And the crazy part about all that is you were talking about our business more than you were talking about our relationship there, it seemed like. It, that's, that's where it, that and that is very tricky because I was actually talking about our relationship, but then there's so many relation there's so many you know, a our line terms. is blurry as heck when it comes to and that. And that is a problem because also I think a problem, I think it's a problem too. I think it's a problem that we don't when we go out on a date night, these sort of like, oh my gosh, I got this great idea for a video, and that's yeah, it's fun to talk about, and it's fun, and we're so lucky we get to do this as a job. But then that I don't ever ever I would rather be married to you than work with you, and so how do we protect ourselves? So I think what it's come down to in the last few week, weeks, we've decided like we have very different goals. And so we're going to do very different things. Like I'm going to work on some like, you know, more, more of one type of video. And you're going to be so focused on music, which I am tone deaf. And I, I love your music and you need to be doing more of that. So I think that just you being open to kind of growing and changing has allowed us to kind of separate things a little bit and have more clear lines and that's going to help our marriage i think did you solve it honey are you good well no but you have to be you also real you said out loud recently i've realized that our biggest or my biggest issue is thinking i'm the only person that can shoot a video or edit a video or right. yeah that that i i can get help and so now that we're we're getting help from people it's going to clear a lot of stuff up. Yeah, I'm working on it. It's going to be interesting. So, and we're going to talk about this on the podcast to come, but we are about to be legit separated for three weeks. I know. And it hasn't happened in, like, like this kind of separation hasn't happened since before we were kids. Kids. Before we, we had kids. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I've got 10 hours of rehearsal a day for this, <laughs> for this musical that I'm doing. And you're going to be kind of on your own running the day to day. For this, why did I agree to do this again? Is because this going to help? It's amazing. Us? It's the Rocky Horror Show. It's going to be in Raleigh. Yeah, Get I'm going to have tickets. a blast. I'm just like I'm wondering. Sure, I'm sure we've shared a link to tickets. You're going to have because it's amazing. And you, so here, here's the thing. It's going to connect you to people in this. Uh, I love theater people. To creatives. Yeah, it, yeah. Theater people are my favorite kind of people. So it's going to connect you to creatives in our area. You want to write a musical? It's going to put you in. You're going to be performing in a musical it's going to get the juices flowing i'm so excited um and honestly we we do see each other a lot it'll be good for us (laughs) (laughs) i love you i'm i love honey i love you so much but you just talked about the quality time i know and you know you know honestly maybe this will be more quality because because i'm talking quantity you're talking You're quality. You're talking making out. And, yeah. Yeah. So funny. Every time I say something, I'm like, is that a catchphrase? Should I start being Tony oh Robbins? Gosh, you want to make a t-shirt. Should I start being Tony Immediately, Robbins? Immediately, I'm like giving Penn stacks of books to read. And he's like, yeah, I, I think it's also hard. To- I'm not going to read them. I know. I, I would much rather listen to you tell me what to do at this point. <laughs> and Dave and Rachel can help a little bit. And we're good. I'm going to get you a vision board. 
if you put a vision board anywhere near me, that's like Why this. Why not? We Did tried we... this. We tried this before. Did you, we? Yeah, you need my. Like I have a psychological and anti-secret. I did an entire podcast on it, and you need it sometimes. No, I don't. When we go, no. When we go on vacation, sometimes you need anti-secret. No, that's different though. I'm talking about life goals. I I mean, I got them. I have my my entire brain is a vision board. I don't need to look at it. I think you're wrong about this. In our next podcast, we're going to talk about Penn's vision I'm not board. doing a vision board. He's doing a vision I'm board. I'm not doing a we're vision We're going to compromise. We're going to compromise. Ready? We're going to compromise okay. on you doing a vision board. Go on. You're going to do a vision That's board. That's not a compromise. <laughs> For, by, by the way, does anyone want to guess why I went on this self-help trip? Self-help? Self-help growth journey, personal Be- growth situation. Because you said... And like just a little piece of information, we were talking about quality time. I have become a tennis addict. I love the sport of tennis. It makes me happy. And we we have this group of people who are friends of ours and their wives and husbands, and they all play together. And it's this really cool like social outlet, and you get to get out and meet people. And Kim said, "I'm going to learn how to play tennis if you go to this thing." I d- no. I how just, many lessons have you gone I, to? I, no, 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 no. Not this thing, because you, you, you were fine. To if go I, to if thing. I commit to do this thing. You mean self-help thing? Yes. And um, I have committed. Okay. I have not taken any lessons, but I'm going to. Okay. I'm going to. Okay. I just need to find a really. Uh, it's so hard <laughs> because this is not a relatable problem. We're going to talk about it anyway because sometimes well, you're just not relatable. Sometimes you just live a weird life. We well no. So here's the thing. Is that everybody? I love to learn. I love to be all that, and I, I'm a relatively athletic person-ish, but I am not a country club person. I grew up in an area. Neither am I, by the way. I know, but I grew up in an area, not that was like anti-country club, and we, and so when you grow up with no money and you see the country club kids, you immediately, um get judgy as a defensive like Mm -hmm. you get defensive to be judgmental like they're so stuck up and so now all of a sudden i have kids who love tennis and i have a husband who loves tennis but neither of us love country clubs we don't like hanging out and saying no we like we like to go out there and smack the bleep out of a yellow ball it feels great i know and and i look so here serena lola loves tennis because of serena williams that's right country club person no absolutely not so i think that it's my hang-up this is where i need self-help it is my hang-up about getting over the fact that not every country club person is or every tennis player is is some sort of snobby rich kid because i think i was made fun of by some snobby rich kids dude i lived i grew up a hundred yards away from a swanky tennis country club and all of my friends went there except for you well we didn't have the money and your parents and your parents were ballers are are ballers and they refused to join it because they didn't at at some point they were discriminatory the 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 club was discriminatory they were were. and your parents were like we are not going to be a part of that and so they're ballers um, so, but that's what I'm talking about. Like that, that culture of discrimination and all that. I'm, I'm not like, asking you to join the culture, <laughs> but, and it doesn't exist. Like the place where you play tennis, they are the realest, most wonderful people in the whole wide world. Yep. So lovely. Yep. I'm friends with these people, yep. but I just can't get over it. Yep. I know. And yet you're asking me to make a vision board. <laughs> that's how we're going to end it guys. I feel like I, 
we started out with this really good situation where we were feeling good about our marriage and we're back to where we started. We're taking what? a stand. I love you, honey. We no. got to go get the kids. Oh, yeah. we Oh, carpool. Yeah, okay. it's 2.56. Um, we got to go. Um, okay. I love you, honey. Thank you so much. I lo- No, to them. To you, I love you. I oh. love you so much. But I love you who you're I love listening. You, I love you even more than I did last week and Aww. or the week before. And I'm super proud of myself. <laughs> if you are actually still listening to this podcast, take a screenshot and show me and then and then tag us on Instagram. Show me that you made it to this marker of the um yeah, the and podcast. tell Kim to go. We we seriously or I can go. Yeah, I'll go. We have to like we have to pick him up in 3 minutes. Okay, bye. Bye. Normally being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.